pick dance. Oh, uh, I assume this is where I go. Here we go. Uh, yeah, why not? Okay, here we go. Oh, geez. Oh, God. Yeah, we're on. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 165 of CMD Towers Brews and Build. I'm Mr. Commodore 5, and my fellow host should really make sure that he doesn't spill stuff on my magic card. Big time. I didn't. I It only landed. Hey, how's it going, cats and kittens? I luckily only landed on my work laptop. So Luckily. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this thing needs a thorough cleaning. Anyways, also, for a little bit of celebration here for everyone at home, got it in there. Got it. We got there. Uh, I got, I'm pretty excited about this. So, you cannot get Midwest beers in North Carolina. Okay. Because their distribution model is all screwed up. So you can get mostly Fair. local stuff, right? So Fair. this is the this is a brewery out of Chicago called Tighthead, which is a rugby position, if you will. Oh, I and thought it was maybe, you know, code for something else. Something else. Some one of my other extracurriculars. And what's cool about it, it's really good. And they sponsor my friends, former former teammate from Chicago. They sponsor his rugby team and that's like our logo. It's like the Charlotte Royals. That's oh. our that's our logo, the pride. So sorry, when you said our, I was like, that's not our logo. <laughs> ours is a rook from chess. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk about ours. Uh, but I'm I'm well. I'm good to be here, IRL with you. These are always a little, yeah. a little more meaningful. How are yeah. you? Uh well, you know. You're having to work. I'm having to work. Which is uh, insane. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it, it it works out though to where normally I usually just get with yeah, I work right. in a little bit. Right, yeah. But now, you know, I, I just kind of told my boss, I was like, hey, next week is our company shutdown, but right. we still have an inside team working, you know, in case orders and people need there's stuff. S- there's someone on, right? Yes. Yeah. And so I just effectively told him, look, I'm not taking any real days off right. other than next Monday and the following Monday, because those are just everyone's off. Yeah, right, right, right. Nobody's right. working the day after Christmas, the day after New Year's. So this week and then the four days next week, I'm going to come in for about an hour or two in the morning, about an hour in the afternoon, and then I'll check stuff at, at an hour right, as, you, the day. as needed. Right. Uh, so, you know, yeah, today was one of the days that, you know, I, I started work at 6 a.m. You had a presentation, um, had a, had, a real yeah. work. Yeah, I had to do a, a real presentation with the school district. It was super, super cool. Uh, enjoyed doing that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to hang out with you. Having some hard kombucha, which I didn't think was a real thing. Uh, it's it's all right. What do you, do you like it with specific, does it have specific flavors or what? Oh, grapefruit. Grapefruit, okay. I don't think there's flavors of kombucha. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, like ass, boogers. It's all like, it um, just kind of tastes like a sparkling. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. There's one, if you like them sweet, there's one that's like blueberry lemon that I've had before. Do you know what kombucha looks like when it's being brewed? Because it's brewed and fermented. Yeah, it doesn't look good. No, because it has this like alien life form in it called the Scooby. The Scooby. Have you, yeah, calling all Scoobies. Oh, man. Have you not? Have you seen this before? I have never seen okay. a Scooby. Are, we ta- are you sure you're not talking Scooby-Doo? No, we are not. But okay. we're ta- it, okay. it, it looks like, like I said, it looks like a face hugger. So this is what it is, right? Wow. So when it's being brewed, this is for only IRL, I suppose. You can see this is like the fermented cake. Sure. So this is like a living thing. That then makes like, it taste like that. Like then you stab it, and you hear it. <laughs> you can. It's a telepathic thing. For those <laughs> nerds out there, it's an abolith. Ooh, which I don't in, know what that is. in Dungeons and Dragons oh, I'm not is nerd. is a underwater creature okay. that's telekinetic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So it's one of it's one of those things. It's floating in the water. It looks good. So, or as my household says, in parasomnia. Oh, I see. I got you. Yeah, um, I've actually noticed. It's weird. I, I, you know, my my wife's. Mexican um, English is 
her first language, but I mean, she grew up in a household. Did she speak? Spanish. Did she speak Spanish? Yeah, like she fluently? Spanish. Oh, wow. And, you know, well, it, she's always uncomfortable with it. She is really good. She doesn't know slang that well. Just sure. She doesn't speak it like daily, right, like cultural right, right. wise. But I when, I remember when she was trying to get like a, a real adult job, I was like, put that on your resume. Absolutely. I was like, you will just get the job, you know, a, you know, female minority are looking to yeah. make a more diverse uh, workplace, but you actually have a skill, right? You can speak Spanish, which is like the second most commonly spoken language in this country. So Nathan Lane, who I was just visiting in Argentina, yeah. he has the same thing. Like I, he was like, I don't know, should I do it? And thousand percent that's what i said it's like you should and if it's me like he's kind of struggling because he's going through a career switch as well like he and scooty shuffles are kind of in the same are kind of in the same boat yeah but they are like jazz trombone musicians yeah yeah exactly slash like hispanic rappers exactly yeah exactly (laughs) but he was like i told him you should just look for spanish speaking jobs period right in the in the it workforce like oh my god it's huge so anyways i haven't talked to him for a minute but congrats to argentina Oh, the World yeah. Cup. There you go. Could you imagine if it's, you had been there when I, they won the World Cup? Actually, I'm kind of glad I'm not because he sent me some. He sent me some stuff. It looks. Oh it looks like it madness. Violent? Yes. It literally. It literally just looks like complete so did madness. Did you actually watch that game? No, I didn't. So my wife and I. It was Sunday morning. Chiefs game started at noon Central Time. Okay. World Cup started at 9 a.m. Sure. I did not start the beginning. We tuned in the most perfect time possible. Right. It was the last. 20 minutes of regulation, so okay. about the 70 yeah, minute mark. Right. Within 10 minutes, Mbappe, the French player, did the penalty kick. One minute later, scored another goal, tied up the World Cup. Yeah. Then Messi almost won the game in the last 30 seconds <laughs> to not go to overtime. Right. Then you went to overtime, same type of shit, penalty kicks, or, you know, uh, penalties yeah. in the box, tied at 3 3, then went into the, the kickoff, and Argentina just whooped ass. Oh, yeah. But it was just like we tuned in, and I was I, I was kind of getting into it a little bit because they're doing shots in the goal. Sure, right. And I was like, hey, babe, are you having fun in this school? She's like, this is kind of boring. By the time we got to overtime, she was screaming. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, so this is some of the stuff that he sent me from Argentina. This is just on the this is on the street. People doing that. Oh my gosh! The one that's funny. This is the funniest one. Or wait, hold on. Let me find this real quick. So these guys got out in public and stopped this bus because it's ten. This is like a bus driver that's just like taking people to work. <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing, yeah, yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah, it's it's madness. So people are madness. I'm kind of glad I'm not down there to be honest because. I don't need to go through another sports riot after, like in Chicago when the Cubs won. The whole city shut down when I was just walking to work. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I would have had. I, I've always wanted to go to a country, like that's either hosting the World yeah. Cup, hosting the Olympics, or be in a country that like for a World Cup where they like win it all. Right. Because I just because like I don't feel like the U.S. were just so spread out. Yeah, yeah. Like if the United States had won the World Cup, Kansas City would have gone insane because I mean they were showing us on ESPN and are all they, that. Stuff. Are they hosting? Isn't we're hosting the World Cup next year or like it, some of the games? It, it, yeah. I don't think like the final. Oh, oh okay. But, cool. but we're hosting like the preliminary rounds. Right. We might host one of like the rounds of sixteen. I don't okay. know. But it's like if if we won, yeah, Kansas City would have gone crazy. But like, no one in Wichita cares, and no one in Chicago <laughs> probably cares, or Miami. Chicago, Chicago's got a big. They got a big soccer following, but not like. Okay, that happens. Chicago, yeah, parade. But if the Blackhawks win, I guarantee the Blackhawks oh, yeah. have way bigger crowds. Cor- correct. Versus right. like Argentina, they win the World Cup. That's the biggest thing their country they, has. They're like, I was talking to people down there, and they're like, the year from a business perspective, like, might as well be over. 
Yep. Like it's just going to be a holiday between now and 2023. So <laughs> that's awesome. They're enjoying it, man. Why not? Well, uh, you guys aren't here to hear about the World Cup. You're here to hear about Brews and Builds. And it's our deck tech series. Since we have conquered that path to 32, tackle tons of EDH themes. We're going to be discussing, or rather, theory crafting. Also, I realized I kind of do a Kevin Smith thing where I go with like my hands a little bit and I'm bleeding back and then I go forward. Kevin Smith? Yeah. The, the, the... That guy. He does that? Yeah. Oh. He always kind of talks and like... Also, am I supposed to be doing this on stream? I don't care. Yeah, okay. Uh, or rather, theory crafting a deck that doesn't exist yet in each month. Well, this month's a little bit different. will consist of new decks with new movie themes. Ooh. how these decks are constructed, similar to how beer is brewed. So we broke it down into four different categories. First one's ramp instead of your board state. We call that grains. And grains are the foundation of a beer. And you can notice I'm reading straight from my notes. They include both base malts and specialty malts using a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color, the taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of a beer. Decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into bigger threats. Just like a grain profile, they use a mix of staples and specialty cards. How does your board interact with all of your opponents? We call that hops. And hops give the beer its patented bitterness and herbal floral flavors, which this one has... Jamaican, nope, <laughs> damn it, I walked right into that. Chinook, Columbus, and Centennial hops, it's actually quite good. Uh, they grow in a variety of strands, helps distinguish subcategories like IPAs, or hop choices help clear and interact with the board so your deck can do what it wants. And then how does your deck close out and win games? We call that yeast. And yeast are microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain and poop out alcohol and CO2. It adds alcohol content to carbonation. Without yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. Without yeast cards, your deck wouldn't meet the goal of actually winning the game. And then the final is the spice of it all. I gave it away, shit. Spice of it all? The Department of Redundancy Department? <laughs> Not every beer has them, but spices and additives help separate a normal stock beer from a specialty one. It could be the pepper that turns a stout into a jalapeno stout, or the additional hops that turn IPA into a double IPA. Not every deck has something that makes it pop, but if it does, this is where we generally talk about it. Without further ado, let's get brewing. Today, we are continuing our December tradition of picking a holiday movie and a legendary creature. So, Tuck, you chose Mishra, played yes. by Gix, and I chose to pair that with Nightmare Before Christmas. Which was a slam dunk choice, by the Thank way. You. Had a lot, of, a lot of good options for that. So why don't you read Mishra, yep. and then I'll talk about why I picked Nightmare Before Christmas. Sure. So Mishra, claimed by Gix, is brand new, hot off the presses from the Brothers War, which, again, I, I don't, I'm still seeing cards that are printed from that. And you're like, I didn't I, even know I, it was... Yeah. It's, it's insanity. So... He's a two colorless and Rakdos, of course, three five legendary creature Phyrexian human artificer. That's a mythic for twenty six dollars. It's up there, which is a bummer because I want about wow. ten, I want about ten of these. <laughs> so whenever you attack, each opponent loses X life or loses X life, and you gain X life, where X is the number of attacking creatures. If Mishra claimed by Gix and a creature named Phyrexian Dragon Engine are attacking you, and you own both and control them. But you you both own well, and they have to them. do that in case you stole someone else's. Oh, oh, got it, got it, got yeah. it. Exile them because we're going into the four. We're going into the four way four D chess here. Exile them, then meld them into Mishra, locks of Phyrexia. It enters the battlefield, tapped and attacking. I should go ahead and claim that. Read the other ones, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? And also Spencer, shout out, wa wa hanging out with us hey. in the middle of a Tuesday. Appreciate you. So the Phyrexian Dragon engine is three colorless for an artifact creature, Phyrexian Dragon. That's a two-two with double strike. It's a rare. When it enters the battlefield from your graveyard, you may discard your hand. If you do, draw three cards, unearth for three colorless and double red. Okay. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> when they meld, Mishra lost to Phyrexia. Is a legendary artifact creature, Phyrexian Artificer, that's a 9-9. 9 9 9 Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, choose three. 
Target opponent discards two cards. Mission deals three damage to any target. A lot. Destroy target artifact or planeswalker. Creatures you control gain menace and trample until end of turns. Creatures you don't control get minus one, minus one until end of turn. And then lastly, the weakest, I think, create two tap power stone tokens. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Also, complaint about the card. It's nine. You couldn't give us nine abilities. Yeah, to come on. We still got so much text box. So it's, much text box. It's an box. entire card of text box <laughs> on the back of the dragon engine, I think. So the, the kind of the reason I went with Mishra, Phyrexian Dragon Ninja, and then Lost of Phyrexia for our theme around Nightmare Before Christmas is mainly because Mishra is Jack Skellington. Yeah. He, he doesn't think that he's being a bad guy. He's like, hey, right. just getting a taste. Right, just a, a just a couple of points here and there. What's uh, the difference? The Phyrexian Dragon Engine <coughs> doesn't really do a ton. No. And that's kind of like the ghost dog in sure. Nightmare Before Absolutely. Christmas. And you know what? Eventually they culminate into being Santa Claus and Rudolph, which is Mishra lost to Phyrexia. Actual claws. Yeah, and it's like, hey, when I attack, nothing bad's going to happen. It's like, hey, right. my buddy, your artifact or planeswalker's hurting the rest of the table. Let right, me get exactly. rid of that. Uh, creatures you don't control get minus one, minus one. Hey, token player, calm down a yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. This I'm is helping the biggest group hug card of all time. I'm hel I'm helping everyone. I mean, I'm absolutely helping everyone. The weird thing is that this is Rakdos's weird, manipulated mind of yes. thinking like, oh yeah, this is group hug. Right. Absolutely, I agree, and it worked out perfectly because I think that there's like, I think this card's really great because I'm a Rakdos player, right? Sure. But I feel like there's a couple different ways you can build this, and the one that I think is a more boring is like, all what I'm doing is playing one drops. Yep. And evasion crap. It's kind of like um, an Edric sort of build, right? Sure. And I like this idea of more like group slug, right? Like, yeah. But like in kind of a good way, kind of sure. a bad way, you know? Yeah. So it, it worked out really well. Also, we had this, to, we talked about this off cast maybe. It still baffles me that people think that Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Christmas movie. It's it absolutely, it's, it's in the title, right? Five minutes of the movie is Halloween. Yeah. Everything right. else is Christmas. It's, it's baffling to me. So it, it was a great pick. Oh, How, also, if Santa Claus is in a movie, it's an effing it's Christmas, gotta be a Christmas movie. movie, right? What what movie is Santa Claus in that's okay, not a Christmas? This movie? is the only one that might be might be the case. I haven't seen it in a long time. Bad Santa? No, that's absolutely a Christmas. I've movie. actually never seen it. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe we might scrap Disney Plus. I don't Ooh. know. I don't know. I'm actually into this Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. I'm into it. So there's a chance. In the Dwayne The Rock Johnson the vehicle called the Tooth Fairy. Oh my gosh. I might be. I might be off here right okay. the meds. there might be a scene where he meets the rest of the mythological characters and santa might be in it Ooh. but i'm and also you know what? But i'm also confusing potentially that with the santa claus too because there's a scene where it's the reverse where santa claus meets the tooth fairy okay. and a bunch of other people well now that you bring that up i think there was an animated movie where it was like the easter bunny and oh, all of them and yes. i think santa might have been a right. part of that and that's not a christmas movie that was just um it was, it was just dumb yeah <laughs> so yeah that's that's kind of why i picked it i find this very interesting especially because we're always gonna have access to mishra yes right but the dragon engine we gotta get it out of the night we gotta go get it like, yeah. i like that puzzle yeah of trying to figure Absolutely. out how do we either get it to hand or to our graveyard as soon as possible right i don't feel like this deck truly does what you want until you get the lost of phyrexia side yeah. right yeah i completely agree like i think that's like where you want it to go I like the fact that like it's not partners or anything, so mm. it's going to make you work for it. But I do think that of most of the meld cards, this one seems probably the easiest or one of the easier ones to pull off. I think it's the easiest one to pull off, but it's also the most fair. 
Yeah. All of them. Yes. Agreed. So because you you do have to discard your hand when you get it yep. from the graveyard with the meld or the with the uh, unearth, unearth mechanic. Right. You know the other ones like the two angels. Like the angel literally grabs an angel from your graveyard and puts it to the battlefield, and then bam, we're melded. We're done. Yep. So I do think this is probably the most fair one, even though it might seem like it's probably easier to pull off. Right, 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 right. It's, yeah. it's a weird dynamic. I, th I think it's great, though. So I I'm really excited. Now, my last question before we get in this is, how closely have you correlated this to the movie? I tried to make all of my picks, and I will say this, my picks might be kind of boring because a lot of it is tied to the movie, but they're also just a lot of good Rakdos cards. Sure, yeah. I, I tried to find some things that were kind of interesting for the deck, but also, you know, it kind of be a little bit of fun. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll just kind of have to see how it turns out. So every single one of mine is directly tied into the movie by either, by either a character, okay. an idea, okay. or an event. So, uh, and I, and I want to say almost all of mine are that exact Excellent. Well. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, before we get into this deck, we're just going to do a little short. And we're back. So, uh, before we fully get into the deck, of course, we would love for you guys to check out our amazing patron community, patreon.com slash cmdtower. Lots of tiers. Don't want to waste more of the airtime on it. But anything you guys could do from three bucks all the way up, get you access into the Discord, get you opportunities to be on Slinging cardboard rectangles, bruise and builds, yep. uh, even to be able to get merch. Um, we ship out for particular tiers, depending on which one you signed up. So if you can do anything this holiday season, you haven't spent all your money on those bastard family members of yours or your terrible frenemy dans of the playgroup, just remember <laughs> patreon.com slash cmdtower. Now we're going to get into the ramp and grain section. I will go first, just because mine are literally on the screen and you can, yeah, see, I can them. see them. <laughs> Luckily, we haven't matched yet. So yeah, there we go. Uh, so the first one I picked was kind of based off the Oogie Boogie Man because the Oogie Boogie does have a wheel that gets oh. fun. Yes, we oh, are okay. talking I got it. I got Wheel it. of Fortune, which I, you know what? Maybe I should have gone Wheel of Misfortune. I was, I was wondering about that. I think that one might be a little more on theme. That's a little bit more on theme. We'll, we'll, we'll do a mid pivot for you guys. Yes, love it. So Wheel of Misfortune, two colorless red sorcery. You can get it for a little under three bucks. Each player secretly chooses a number zero or greater. Then all players reveal those numbers simultaneously and determine the highest and lowest numbers revealed this way. Wheel of Misfortune deals damage equal to the highest number to each player who chose that number. Each player who didn't chose the lowest number discards their hand and draws seven cards. It's so confusing, but I think we got it down easy. Yes. As long as you're not the lowest number, you will wheel and draw seven. Whoever chose the highest number takes the damage. Correct. Yes. That's just that's, the that's, easiest that's way to do it. Way to do it. Yep. yep. No further questions. Uh, I love it. It's, sla it's a slam. I dunk. mean, it, it, you know, I feel like for this deck, I did see a trend with Mishra, you know, and the Phyrexian, well, specifically the Doggo, sure. um, discarding your hand, drawing three. So it's right. like, I think there's going to be this kind of wheel as for your, for me, I think a theme of the deck is churn and burn. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. get through as many Absolutely. cards as possible to get to my artifact Phyrexian Dragon Engine, so that way then I can get the combo and, or the combination, the meld, and actually be able to progress. Absolutely, yeah, slam dunk. This is a deck that there's a decent chance I'm probably going to end up building because I think it's awesome. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're saving me about what four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, give or take, give or change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love, I love Wheel of Misfortune. I think that's like dead on. Uh, even Wheel of Fortune, right? Like, yeah, I think in with. Well, we'll get into why red 
particularly is good at this effect too. Yes. So I'm here for it. All right. Well, what's yours? All right. So this actually plays perfectly into this. Okay. Don't look over here. I saw you look at. I saw well, you look at. I, it gives me an opportunity to type. I, I will type. I got the. I got the. Oh, I see. You got to type it up here. Okay. Well, anyway, spoiler alert. This does deal with drawing, right? Yeah. And we're gonna do our wheel effects. So I thought that one of the things that was really potent, if you will, about uh, the night before Christmas is like Jack's idea of what Christmas is. Okay. It's not necessarily just about presents, right? Sure. That don't work. It's more that about don't, that work. don't work. So perhaps he was having some spiteful visions Ooh. towards Christmas and Halloween. So okay. two colorless, Rakdos hybrid, Rakdos hybrid uh, for an enchantment. At the beginning of each player's draw step, that player draws an additional card. Whenever a player draws a card, it deals one damage to that player. So I thought this was like a fun one because we're drawing, we're refilling our hands, sure. right? We're going to be gaining the life back on the attacks. So that's fair. We're, we're not going to hit, it's not going to hurt us as much. Like you said, with the wheeling and dealing that's going on here, this is a card that's really going to, it's kind of like almost, depending on how you build it, it's maybe more of a hops or a yeast. Yeah. But I just like, I love this sort of effect of filling up our hand. We're filling it up and everyone's looking for it. Right, uh, he kind of looks like the skeleton king or the pumpkin king. Yeah, sorry, absolutely. Over here, so it, you know, I think artwork's on theme. I think this is exactly something Jack would do. Yes, right. where it's like I'm giving you resources. Yeah, don't you understand? Like, but don't you understand? Every time you do, you cut off like part of my finger, <laughs> and it's like, but I'm giving you things. Right? Aren't you happy? Aren't you happy with these gifts I'm giving you? Oh uh, yeah, I think that's absolutely perfect. Nailed it. All right, so my next one is a you know, like I said, you know, squad. Mine are a little boring, but they all fit the movie. Sure. So I really feel like Shieldred Whispering One. The old school. Old school really fits both sides. Right. So first one, five colorless, black, black, legendary creature, Phyrexian Crater. You can get the cheapest copy now for a little under 12 bucks. Swamp Walk can't be blocked as long as defending player controls swamps. Super relevant. Yep. Uh, it's a 6-6. Six, six. The beginning of your upkeep return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. At the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, that player stacks a creature. So for me, this is the the uh, Professor from Nightmare oh, Before oh, Christmas. Oh, okay. The yeah. one that's kind of like working on uh, all the different zombies. Right, 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 right. the different dead body parts. Right. So it kind of fits the movie that way. But then I think it fits this deck because we're going to be discarding so many exactly. cards and so many resources. And you cannot build this deck, in my opinion, as a Voltron deck. No, no you way. Have to, you have to be able to take advantage of Mishra's effect where there's right. the number of attacking creatures because who knows if you'll even see that artifact exactly. at some point in the game. So as you're going to be wheeling and dealing and discarding, you need ways to get those creatures back. And I get it, Shieldred, that's just kind of like what it does. But I do think it's kind of a linchpin to have as many reanimation effects in this deck for as you start discarding right. away all your resources. So, I and also, just to like reiterate on the Mishra himself, it's just as whenever you attack. So if you don't have the Dragon Engine out, you don't have to attack with them to get the ability. But you're going to attack. You're, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm going to swing in with them every time, right? 100%. So I like that. Is this card, do you think we're going to be running Urborg in the stack? Probably, right? Yeah, we might get to that later. Oh, well, oh, well, well, well I don't want to I don't want to ruin anything. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I think I think Shouldered's great. Do you think Shouldered? Remember when we first started playing Shouldered was like the like one of the boogeymen? Mm -hmm. I feel like she's not quite It's still a boogeyman it's, though. It's, you think so? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it's still I mean, very good. Think about it. Have you ever landed a Shouldered in the last year where people are like, "Ah, oh, that's fine." No, okay. it's still, it's, yeah, it's still, it's still, an, it's still an impact. It's still, as we call an impact player. All right. Well, what is your next card? Okay. So this is another card. I'm going to be playing in a lot of decks. So we're going to be giving out, we're going to be giving out some stuff, right? Okay. And, you know, 
Timmy or Johnny or Spike is going to come down one day and they're going to open up a present and they're going to be really excited about it, right? Okay. We got presents. It's Christmas. Sure, it's Christmas. I can't wait to use it, but it's going to be a box of shrunken heads. And with that, we're playing. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So uh -oh. Just, oh, well, I just fat-fingered the Wordle that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, okay, so that's why we're going to be playing one of my new favorites, Descent into Avernus. Okay. So two colorless and a red for an enchantment. This is like the third week in a row I think I've talked about this. I'm a white hot on this card. Uh, for an enchantment for about a buck. At the beginning of your upkeep, put two Descent counters on Descent into Avernus. Then each player creates X treasure tokens, and it deals X damage oh, to yeah. each player, or X is the number of Descent counters on Descent to Avernus. So again... We're going to be playing some big haymaker cards in this, at least, right? Sure. I have a feeling that's going to happen. And sure, I'm giving you a gift. I'm taking a little bit away from you. And again, I'm going to make it up in the in the aggregate, if you will, from Moneyball, one of my new favorite sayings. And when I'm gaining life back from Gix attacking. So this is going to power you right into your big haymakers like Shouldered and those other things while giving out just a little just a little taste. I, it fits the movie perfectly. I, I'm still not that hot on this you still card. still love it? Because okay. it, it could get to the point where you're giving the blue players the literal you're, counter yeah, magic yeah. when you start you're, your turn. After after what three turn three cycles of this, you're just giving them that Rift. plus rift. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they play the and land. you got to think about it. Just one cycle, they get counter spell. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I mean, I guess it still kind of fits. I'm giving you counter spell. You're you giving it. You're giving spell. it away. So I but again, like some shrunken heads. I'm big on this card. You're gonna be seeing okay. it a lot in 2023. I feel <laughs> there's three decks already got it in. Well, my next one, and I did do four because I got a bonus one for okay. for the grain section. But this next one is one that I thought that another Jack type of thing where it's like, hey, I'm doing all the, I mean, yes, they're gifts for me, but I'm, I'm trying to help celebrate. I'm trying to right. bring a lot more fun in. But then when I don't use them, yeah, you might take some damage. So Valakut Exploration, Love I it. thought would be really, really cool in this deck because also it's going to help us churn through the deck. Right, right. And even if we can't cast our Phyrexian Dragon Engine, it just goes to the it graveyard. graveyard. Absolutely. So, Valkyrie Exploration, two colorless red, it's a dollar. Enchantment with Landfall. Whenever land ETBs exile the top card of your library, you may play that card for as long as it remains exiled. So it's nice. With the play effect, it lets you get your lands. But then, at the beginning of your end step, if there's cards exile of Valkyrie Exploration, put them into their owner's graveyard, then Valkyrie Exploration deals that much damage to each of them. So it's very much of yeah. a fits the fits what Mishra wants, which right. is just getting through the deck as quick as possible. But then it so fits a, a Jack Skeleton thing where he just didn't even mean for everyone to take right. twelve because right. two things it, you know went in there. That he didn't mean to have Santa's sleigh destroyed by a heavy artillery fire. Correct. Right, it's over it. Uh, and also, I think this goes one further, right? Because we've only seen the nightmare before Christmas. We haven't seen the nightmare before Easter. We haven't seen the Nightmare Before St. Patrick's Day, uh, the 4th of July. None of those, right? So That's true. New Year's, New Year's Eve. So I like this because he is exploring, right? Jack's just got a taste of the Christmas town. Well, technically, I mean, he went and saw the Easter egg entry. He right. felt, he saw, I think it was Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas. There's seven in total. So there's those three. I just listened to a podcast about a two and a half hour long podcast. about Wow. Christmas. That was excellent. So there's those three. Okay. St. Patty's Day. Okay. New Year's Eve. How do you have a New Year's Eve one? I do not remember a New Year's Eve one. It's like one in the corner. Okay. Uh, and then Hanukkah. Oh, okay. I could see that. And I think there's one that's either birthday, a birthday or maybe 4th of July. I think it's birthday. I think Is it's it birthday? birthday cake. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It's a birthday candle. Yeah. So there you go. Right? Wow. Like, okay. There's, there's, there we go. There's, there's, there's layers. layers. I love it. All these layers. Love it. Slam dunk. All right. What is your next and potentially last? This, this is my last one. So... 
one of the things I always hated about Night Before Christmas, and this is probably just more of a me problem in general, is I hated those little bastard children. <laughs> well, Wait, which they, ones? I think they're called the ones. Locks. The ones that get the toys that are all terrified. No, the one, the ones in. Oh, the ones they're in calling in all the children Town. of the world being bastards. No, 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 no. The ones in Halloween Town. Yes. I think they're called like Lock, Sock, and Barrel. Yes. Right. So I represent these as a card. This is the one that like is I probably stretching it a little bit. How did they not do? Two barrels. So it could be lock, stock, and two smoking, smoking barrels. barrels. Oh, that'd be that nice. would have been, that been oh, awesome. so meta. Two meta. Two meta for Danny Elfman at all. So I'm going with this little traption, Goblin Engineer. Okay. So a colorless and a, a red for a creature goblin artificer. That's a one-two. When it ETBs, you may search a library for an artifact card, put it in your graveyard, then shuffle. And then for a red and tap, sack an artifact, return target artifact card with mana value three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Hmm. So now we're tutoring for our dragon ball, yeah. right? We don't even have to unearth them yeah. right away, right? And then now we can just sacrifice one of the artifacts from Descent of Avernus, bring him right back out, and we're off to the races. Ooh. Because like what happened? Okay, so the only thing I have a question with, and this is about five to eight dollars. So when the meld creature dies, because it's gonna die yeah. at some point, do do you separate it and put one in your graveyard and one in your command zone? Yep. Okay, perfect. So now we like now we don't have to go searching again. We don't have yeah. to worry about the unearth rigmarole and only doing it once. We have a way to find. I our, like we it. A, we have a way to find our, nice. our, our pooch spot. I believe his name. No, zero. Yeah, zero. zero. Right? Yeah. So we have a way to find zero and then also keep him riding along the sleigh with us. So I really like that because one of the things that actually I tried to do, I tried to break the card. I was like, maybe because <laughs> the Phyrexian Dragon Engine is not legendary. Oh, right. And I was like, what if we make a bunch of copies of it? And then you just do it to the copies, but they literally have in the rules text that you can't meld with the token copy. Oh, really? Because they exile then come back. Oh. The token gets exiled away. Ah, okay, got it, yeah. got it. So, uh, no, I like this. It, it gives, I think Unearth is three colorless red, red. Memory serves correct. For the Unearth, yes. Yeah. yeah. So being able to only pay one and maybe sacrifice one of those treasure tokens. I think there it's we go. Nice. I think it's nice. Yeah, that's a, that's the one that's a little bit of a stretch, I'll admit. But hey, well, well, that's what we do here. The last one is Jack is very ambitious. So is Big Tuck with this mechanic. We're going to do the Court of Ambition. I was trying to figure, I literally was trying to figure out how to get one of these in here, and I, cu I couldn't do it. So I, I actually have it where it works. Okay. Court of Ambition, two colorless black, black enchantment. When it ETBs, you become the monarch. At the beginning of your upkeep, each opponent loses three life unless they discard a card. If you're the monarch, instead, each opponent loses six life unless they discard two cards. So this is very much, you could either say this is Jack because he's very ambitious. You could also say that this is actually the mayor. The mayor has two faces. Oh, sure. And when he's the monarch, everyone is losing six life and discarding right. two cards, and it's kind of the sour face. But then when it's when he's no longer the monarch, someone else is. It's like, hey, I'm happy. Don't hit me anymore. Right, right, right. Like, like I, I'm a good guy. You're losing three life. But hey, he's the bad guy. He and, has the monarch. Correct me if I'm wrong as well. Isn't Jack the king of? Isn't he called like the king of Halloween or something? Yes. Yeah, so exactly. This is, a throne, this is the throne they're sitting on. Yeah, it, it can literally fit either side. Do you want it to be Jack, who's being ambitious? He's sitting on the throne. Do you want it to be the mayor, who's kind of being reverse face? Yeah, you know. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I'm building this deck for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take... Oh, also, spoiler alert. Uh, I am planning to be at SCG Con Charlotte. Ooh. And I think I'm going to take a bunch of stuff there. That's when I'm already going through my liquidation. I was trying to figure out what to do with all the spare stuff. Sure. That's going to be it. So I'm going to be on a little deck hiatus until March. Okay. And then it's going to be off to the races. And this is definitely going to be one. Yeah, the only deck I'm building before... Actually, it was just is my next deck. Pi, is that Optimus, what the pile is? Optimus oh, yeah. Prime. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's a, there's a lot of value over there right now. 
yeah, that's you know, you know, hundreds of dollars in plastic or uh, cardboard, cardboard rectangles. Things, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's going to wrap up the ramp and grain section, guys. Now, before we head over to our next one, we would love for you to check out our Etsy store, Etsy.com. Type CMD Tower in the search bar. Uh, it's actually been pretty exciting. You know, we've probably sold six or seven sweaters here over the last really? month. Really? That's awesome. You know, you know, finally offloading the stuff in my basement. So if there are particular sizes you guys are looking for, you should definitely make sure you go on there because I only bought certain quantities of each and I am not buying any more. But, you know, we sell our foil playmat on there. We do sell our sleeves. All that money does go back to reinvesting into the channel, whether it's paying for the actual stuff that you're getting or actually helping us invest into better technology. So if you're looking for some a Magic the Gathering, Akutma, Etsy.com, CMD Tower in that search bar. Nailed it. Now we're going to head over to the hot profile. And Big Tuck, why don't you take this one? Where do you want to start? All right. So this is another one that I kind of like stretched a little bit. Okay. But if you remember correctly in the movie, there is a demon called the Harlequin demon where his head kind of comes off him. And he's got a bunch oh, of teeth. Yep. Right. So he's kind of a, he's kind of a B player, right? Okay. Not doing a whole lot, but still integral to the Halloween feel Fair. of the town. And that's why I think that's why I'm bringing in our boy Carter Doomscourge, K-A-A-R-D-U-R. Two colorless, green and a black for, or sorry, green, red and a black for a 4-3 legendary creature, Demon Berserker. So he's got the demon, right? It's right there in the title. And when he ETBs until your next turn, creatures your opponent's control attack each combat if able and attack a player other than you if able. So effectively goaded. Yeah. But as we found out during one of our things, it's not goad, which, which is super dumb. So yeah. what are you going to do? But more importantly, whenever an attacking creature dies, each opponent loses a life and you gain a life. We're burning life like crazy through this yep. deck, right? But we're also attacking like crazy too. So with this, like with this kind of set up, now we're going to when if someone does want to chump block, we're creating tokens or something sure. like that. We're gonna be getting our life back both ways. Right? Okay. It's it's kind of I was this close putting this. Were you really? There. Okay. I was so <laughs> close. He's kind of like I think he's. It's not. I think we I think we throw around the term like backup commander. Yeah. Sometimes probably a little too loosely. Yeah. So I don't think he's the backup commander. No. He's like the backup to the backup commander. Yeah. Right. I mean, he he's a uh, lieutenant. Yes. Correct. So if your commander's the general, usually, well, I guess you have commander, general, lieutenant, or would it go captain, lieutenant? I, I should don't know. know. I should actually know this considering how much mil. I'm wearing mil military pants right now, so. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that uh, has osmosis. So if you wear military pants, you just have <laughs> I, I, all the knowledge. I, it just comes right in. But yeah, no, I like it. It's, once again, I, I think this kind of fits what this deck wants to do. Right. You know, I think loosely kind of helps fit our movie theme. Uh, but I could see if you actually built this for real, this would absolutely be in the 99, especially yeah. for under a dime. Yeah, exactly. For whatever, ver like, I mean, you can get the fancy version, the fanciest version they make for 60 cents. So yeah. well worth it. All right. So my first hop, it's a little bit of a mixture. So okay. we are going to do Urborg Tomb of Yawgmoth. Okay, sure. And yes, we do talk about no mana only lands, but it ties to my real pick. Urborg, legendary land, each land is a swamp in addition to its other types. Love it. Jack is absolutely going to say, hey, everyone gets swamps. I'm so helpful. Right. But he wants to go a step further. He really wants to be like, hey, everyone. You have Rakdos colors, <laughs> but then Blood Moon just screws everyone over because they can't tap their non-basic lands unless they're ma uh, just, but if for anything but mountains or swamps. So Blood Moon, two colorless red, enchantment, non-basic lands or mountains. This just screams Jack not thinking something through and being like, everyone plays basics, right? This won't hurt anyone. Wait, so that means everything's racked. Everything's a every, every single non-basic is a Rakdos card. Oh, okay. 
Because, yeah, Urborg oh. doesn't turn everything into non-basic. It oh, just gives it the swamp edition type. Oh, so every okay. non-basic land is just now a Rakdos is this a, Is this a blood crypt without, yes. with no drawback? I love yeah. it. I love it. And, like, again, it doesn't matter for us, right? This yeah, we're fine. <laughs> how do you feel? What do you think about Blood Moon, just in general? I think it's fine. I don't, I, don't, I, I think it's oppressive to people that are like myself that have optimized mana bases. Yes. But that's on me to use my responses to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, for sure. I, this is great, actually. I love it. This deck is coming up. I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about this list. <laughs> well, what is your second hop card? All right. So this was my pick for the mayor. Oh, okay. In, simil in, similar spo in similar regards to yours, to the Court of Ambition, because this little bastard, <laughs> the, the bane of your existence when you played Arena during Eldraine. Oh, God. Rankle? <laughs> yes. He can giveth and he can taketh away, right? Just depends on what face he's wearing. So, of course, Rankle, Master of Pranks, two colorless, double red, double black for legendary creature, Fairy Rogue. It's a 3-3 flying with haste. Whenever it deals combat, combat damage to a player, choose any number. Each player discards a card. Each player loses a life. And draws a card. A kiss and a slap. A slap and a tickle. And then each player sacrifices a creature. It just reminds me of a slap and tickle. So, again, like, I love it because it's got the hastiness into it, yep. right? And, like, you can really do the modality. I think that there's gonna we're going to have things to sacrifice that's mm -hmm. going to be as backbreaking to us. And I just thought this, like, again, really fit the theme of the deck of what we're trying to do. Yeah. I think, do you, do you feel that having discard, like, with this sort of build that we're having, I also like this sort of discard theme that we're talking about because yeah. even if we have to discard, we have all these ways to bring it back, right? Well, I think that, though, becomes the balance of yeah. how much recursion are we actually going to do? Because you and I have done deck decks together where it's, oh, yeah, we're just discard. We'll bring it back. And then you get down to the list. You're like, I don't have any recursion outside of two <laughs> I, cards. I have two ways to do this. I'm really just saying I don't want a hand for the rest of the game. What do you think about this, though? Because my Angie Falcon Rat deck, I've had for a long time. Yeah. I'm kind of it's 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 kind of becoming a little bit of it's like a, a demon of itself. Yeah, Angie's just boring now. So, but Every like Angie decks. The thing. I think literally. Uh, yes, I agree with that. And I'm not running the combo. Oh so, yeah, then why even have it? So honestly, like. All the I think almost every single card we talked about now, except for the new ones, is yeah. in that deck already. Boom. Do I, I just, do I just take that apart? And well, build I, this, it right? sounds like you can build this before March. Then oh. ideas. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm doing it when I get back. I got I I forgot to send you this picture, or maybe I did of my kitchen. My living room now is just a table with piles of magic cards on it as I just tear through decks. Oh, that just sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's how it goes. So that's 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 my that's my little spicy pick for the town mayor. Yeah, yeah. I you know. I don't. I don't know if I agree with the town mayor okay. per se because I don't see any tickle on here, really. Draw. You get to draw a card. You lose a life, but so it's it like evens uh, out. Yeah. People play, people play Frexian Arena like crazy. Uh, yeah, and you wouldn't call that the town mayor. Oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> but no, I, I do think it fits this deck great, and I do like the fact that it's choose any number, which could be zero. Correct. Yeah. So if you're real in a pickle and you just need to get some damage through sure. and you don't want to do any of these, you don't have to. So I do yeah. really like that. Versus Mishra, like you mentioned earlier, you can just choose not to attack, but if you attack, you have to do the effect. Right, 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 right. For so. sure. All right. Well, my next one, I, I really like using tutors as reactionary type cards. And this particular big bad demon, I really felt kind of fits the Oogie Boogie Man. Sliver a, a little bit, okay. Because he's Oogie Boogie was all about trying to get him, trying to sacrifice someone to lure Jack in. Oh, sure, yeah. And I think as we sacrifice creatures to go lure cards into our hand, Razakath is foul blooded. 
really fits like the big bad of the right. movie. I mean, he's a big bad he's magic big, card as big, well. He's a big bad strong man himself. Uh, five colorless, black, 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 legendary creature, demon, flying trample, 8-8, eight, eight. pay two life, sack another creature, search your library for a card, put it into your hand, then shuffle. So once again, from a game mechanic standpoint, it's going to help us get to our Phyrexian Dragon Engine yep, as absolutely. soon as possible so we can start doing what we want to do. From a movie perspective, you know, Boogie Boogie is maybe losing some insects. As, oh, sure, yeah. Uh, his threading comes apart, and yeah, maybe he kills someone, and he's using that to lure in Jack Skellington, which I'm doing that by luring sure. cards uh, to my hand. So, yeah. yeah, it's a little sloppy, but, you know, we'll look, go with it. That's why we're here. I'm 100% in on this. One of the best parts. You have one. I already got one. <laughs> <laughs> it's great uh i have one for oogie boogie later that you're also Ooh. gonna like which is it would be a really stuffy doll no thank god no no no, no. i mean that's just a little too on the nose no 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 no. but that might be in one of my other lists we might have to find out you might have to tune in next week or the week after or the week after or the week after what i don't all know right. love it What's your next all right so this one this one's a big stretch I'm 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 gonna be real with you. Wait, wait. So is it like a big stretch, as in like you and I stretching, or a big stretch, as in Scout, aka oh, Fluff Clan, oh, his big stretch? Uh, his big stretch. Okay, okay. Yeah. He's oh, you'd be proud of me. I'm actually finally taking him into a little spa day. Oh my god! He's gotta get. I I don't know how to. Cl- I I have to take him to someone to get his hair out of him. <laughs> He's too hairy, and I'm trying. Oh, I thought you were taking him to an actual cat spa. No, 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 no. no. He's gonna be like, he's not gonna let anyone do any of that. No, shit absolutely him. not. He's he's getting. He's just gonna have. He's getting a little day to himself, right? Okay, he's a little haircut, get a little mani pedi sort of action. So this is one. This is a stretch. Okay, I Spencer filled us in the movie I was trying to think of earlier, where it's all the different fairy people. Rise of the Guardians. That is the one with. Is that live action? No, it's animated. Huh. And I vaguely kind of remember watching that at some point. I remember it not being that great. I met, I know the name, yeah. right? Like, I know the and name. I guarantee I'm... if you saw the picture, you'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. So, okay. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to go walk you through this, right? So this is my, <laughs> this is my Sally pick. Oh, okay. And it's Zazriel Archduke of Avernus, one of my favorite planeswalkers. And also, we're doing an Avernus theme, I guess. All right, so... Walk Sally, Sal- <laughs> walk me. Sally is kind of a distant observer, right? Okay. She's she's confined. She's Frankenstein's monster to some extent, yeah. right? She's confined to that tower all by herself, but wants yeah. to, wants to help, right? Okay. She she's giving him dead fish, right? Yep. She's which is like kind of you know maybe something that can gain some life back. Sure. She's sure. helping him get those creative juices going. Okay. Which might be like you know haste or something. You know, yep. you kind of get going there, and then. She's the ultimate love interest, I guess. I don't know. So <laughs> I just felt that I'm getting sad trombone right at waiting for you. Okay, so Zazriel okay. does all three of those things, right? Okay. So she gives him the she gives him the the inspiration. Okay. With the plus one creature can also get plus one plus zero and gain haste until end of turn. Okay. So we're attacking. She gives him a little like something to munch on, right? Which would be the zero create a one one devil creature token with when this creature dies deals one damage to a target. Okay. And then finally the ultimate minus six of you get an emblem with at the end of the first combat phase on your turn untap target creature you control. After this phase, there's an additional combat phase. She's giving him like the final means that like the the after she gets captured by the oogie boogie man, she gives him the final rush of inspiration that he needs to figure herself out, go rescue Santa Claus, and also. Save Christmas and Halloween. All right, you get sad trombone and applause. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so this is this is a stretch. This is my biggest stretch. Oh, I think. It, 
That's a big stretch. But I think it is a solid card in the deck. I think because of the plus one getting haste yeah. for all your creatures, that's why that's it's, a, a, yeah. it's four mana haste and plus one anthem for at least once. I mean, that could be an additional five power. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and so, yeah. That, tur that turns Mishra into a four five, so he's out of like, well, I guess I was, I was going to say he's out of losing to a beast token, but he is just he's already out of a beast straight, token. straight out of the gates. So I can't think of any token that's going to beat that. But anyways, that was my last pick for, for, my, for, for my girl, for my girl, girl Sally. All right. Well, my last one, once again, mine are fun because they fit the movie, but you guys have heard about these cards uh, for, for all the days of time. We're talking Disrupt Quorum. Love and it. Here's why. So two colorless red, red sorcery. Go to all creatures you don't control. This is literally the chaos that happens on the planet as oh. Jack delivers all the presents. Right. Literally, it's my opponents taking potential gifts I've given them, potential pain I've given them, and everyone's just attacking each other. It's it's people attacking yes. people, toys attacking people. It's just <laughs> it's <like laughs> the, chaos. That okay, there's two things that scared me the most in that movie when I was a kid. One was when the toys come alive oh and my attack God. them. That freaked the shit out of me. Because <laughs> I was like, is this going to happen to me? Maybe. What's the what's minimum What's a, what's the minimum age that we need to watch this movie? Oh. Ten? I was going to say like seven. Really? Seven or eight. It's, it's not that scary. It's pretty scary. Compared to what kids can see nowadays. On TikTok? Can yeah. you imagine? Getting swatted? It's horrifying. <laughs> uh, I love this pick. Mostly because I love this card, and it works perfectly. Wow, it's dropped in price. I was just gonna say, remember fifty cents? Remember when this was like fifteen dollars? Yeah, was that stupid vampire precon. It was in for wow. no reason. Wow, well, way to go with Forgotten Realms Commander and Baldur's Gate. Yeah, uh, reprinting the hell out of they it. They know they needed it. They love they, they love the goat out there. Love it. They I love mean, the yeah, goad. no no questions asked. It's go. It's I'm ninety percent sure this is already in my Angie deck as well. So really saving really saving <laughs> some money there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we head over to our game-winning section, we would love for you guys to check out abyssproxyshop.com. And if you do decide to make a purchase, use code CMD Tower. It'll get you 10% off your order for any playtests or proxies you may need. Uh, the great thing is if you actually go to our link tree, which you can just search link tree CMD Tower, uh, we do have a direct link to their site with the custom catalog, which is the thing I always have the oh, most fun right, with. Yeah. I know your card has been depleted multiple times. Uh, how big is your cart now? Okay, I can tell you because I actually was looking this up today to make sure that it was working on my parents' laptop or my parents' Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, because you get blocked by Spectrum. Yeah, I got it, I got it sorted out, though, so we're back. So I've been shuffling some stuff around. I put in some new... I put in That's their, such a list. That's all. I mean, it goes... Oh, my gosh! Especially because they put in the new Triome set, right? Oh, yeah. So that helps a lot. I am currently at $202. <laughs> How many cards, though, is that? Oh, a lot. Oh, uh, it doesn't tell you, like, a total number of cards at the bottom? No, it's at least... I mean, that's probably at least, what? It's a lot. 50? Three, three Urbog Tumor Yagmoths right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that has to be 50 to 70 cards. It, I mean, like, this is like a TCG order, yeah. right? Like, it kind of boils down to that. Uh, most of the thing I really need to get out there is the proxies for the duels. Because mm. I really am trying to take those out of my decks. Because yeah. I'm realizing, like... What if I forgot it here, right? Oh, yeah. Or, or, or be like me, and it just a Saren Sanctum disappears. It just disappears. Exactly. I want to keep those in the binder. So, yes, uh, it is up and running on all websites, including ones that are running Spectrum, I guess. So, just remember, abyssyprockshop.com, code CMD Tower. Now, we're going to head over to that good old E section, one of my favorites. And 
we're going to start with, I got a twofer because they kind of do the same thing. Okay. So I'll start with the more simple one first, and then I'll kind of get to the more extravagant side. Got it. So the great thing is that these are triggers and Tronic oh, Resonator sure. loves to do triggers. So two colorless, you cast two colorless, tap, copy triggered ability you control. You may choose new targets for the copy and get this card for under two bucks. But, you know, really the big scare of it all would be Tuck's favorite card, Lithoform Engine. We love it. Such a nice card. How many times? This is getting, we need to, at one of these episodes, we need to sit down and be like, these are three cards that we cannot talk about anymore. You already know which ones you're going to, I already know which ones you're going to say to me. Descent and Avernus for sure. Oh, yeah. That's a new one. But it's so forgettable. No, you're not wrong. This would definitely this would definitely one on my list. So Lithoform Engine, four colorless for you can get it for under three dollars. Two eighteen. Oh, it just got reprinted. Nice. There you go. That's cheap. Yeah, I have, cheap. I have a hard time debating that now. This is not it's I no longer a twenty dollar card. I don't card. feel like this is a ten dollar card for how I want it. This is like a three dollar card, which is okay. There we go. So legendary artifact that has three effects, two colorless tap, copy target activated their triggered ability you control. Three colorless tap, copy target, instant or sorcery spell you control. And then four colorless tap, copy target, permanent spell you control. So this is literally the town making all the gifts oh, for yes. the world. Right, right, right. It's just the world doesn't want the <laughs> gifts. Nobody wants them. It's like, no, I don't want you to have another counter spell on the stack. No, I don't want you to have another two, copy of... Two Courts of Ambition. <laughs> yeah. And no, I don't want you to have Mishra either side triggering twice right, 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 right. this embodies halloween okay, town yeah. on every shape yeah, and yeah, form. Yeah, yeah it's all it's all for them they don't understand there's worlds yep. out there the world worlds out there. yes no no one does i sure as hell don't but i do i do like it in the stack mostly i honestly i think i would rather have this than this is the first time put it on the list i think i would take this over strionic that's fair. In the deck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because with like we're we're running like our tutors, we're running yep. a lot of like big impact creatures, right? Sure. And I think people are gonna I don't think Mishra's gonna be on the board long. You don't? I think it's too good. Well, right? Mishra just doesn't do anything without a bunch of creatures. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I I don't know. I it, it, it's kind of like having Grim Monolith on board. And it's like, well, it's fine until you get power artifact. Right, yeah. Or it's like, like you kind of need your other piece. Some way to loop it. Yeah, you, yeah, you for need sure. something to make it really pop. But just by itself, it's like, okay, yeah, you got yeah. three mana for the one cast. All right, cool. For yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I like it. I like, I like the form in here a lot. Sweet. All right. What is your first All game right. winner? So this, is, this was my Oogie Boogie because there's literally pieces of it falling off. Okay. That are going to fuel your attack triggers. And we got to talk our boy Grave Titan. Oh, my for goodness. Yeast, for Easter. You're also going to be shocked when you see the price in this. Wasn't this like used to be like a couple dollars? This used to be like $20. Oh, really? I, th I thought, yeah, I thought this used to be really expensive. See, I just, I don't, I, I think I only have like two copies. You got one in the pre-con. Yeah, <laughs> That's and, it. and it came in the pre-con. And I think, oh, no, I, no, I actually do have the secret layer drop. Yeah, the secret so, layer those are the only ones I have. Okay, cool. So. Uh, but for those who don't know, four colorless double black for a creature diet, giant. That's a mythic. This card is awesome. It's a 6-6 six, six with death touch. Whenever it enters the battlefield or attacks, create two 2-2 two, two black zombie creature tokens. So for me, this is like, this pretty much eliminates the need for Mishra to attack when you have it out, right? There's got to be someone yep. that they're not going to be able to stop this, mm -hmm. right? And the zombie tokens are, are fodder. 
easy sacrifice to rankle, yep. easy sacrifice to our other group hug effects and all that, mm -hmm. just different stuff. So, and you can see like on the, some of the old arts, it's literally bugs are falling out of them, except the bugs are zombies and they're going to punch you right in the head. So uh, that's why for me, like this is a pretty good slam dunkies card. I think I have like five or six copies. Jesus. So I'm sure I got one lying around. Yeah, no, I, I think this fits perfect because it's one of those that you have to stack your attack triggers properly. Yeah. And so I, I like mechanics that kind of fit, but you have to know how to mechanically, you know, explain yeah, you to, to your opponent. And so, you know, in this circumstance, you do Mistress Trigger on the stack first, then do Grave Titan on top. Then let Grave Titan resolve, and that way Mishra gets those additional two tokens. Yeah. Ah, uh, but I guess they aren't tapped and attacking. I yeah, but like I think, but we have our hasters. No, it doesn't matter though. Right, right. On, on the ETB, yes. Yes, but right. On the attack, they're always going to be hanging back, being blockers. But even when he ETBs, you still have three attackers now to go into. You know what? I got it for you. It's still Oogie Boogie Man, but the zombie tokens that hang back, it's those bastard kids. Okay, I like it. Yes, there we exactly. Go. The two the two zombie tokens and the goblin engineer yep. are the little shits out there. The little Love shits. It. All right. So my next one is uh, you know, Jack thinks he's invincible. Okay. But there's always a cost to being invincible. He's trying to fly around the world, do all this crazy stuff, and Eldrazi Monument. Oof. I mean, you're always in the air, you're always flying. And once again, people don't want it. Right. Like you just don't get it. <laughs> so five colorless. Oh my gosh, almost ten dollars. Uh, artifact creatures you control plus one plus one, and applying it indestructible. Beginning of your upkeep, sack a creature if you can't sacrifice Eldrazi Monument. So that feels very much like Halloween right. Town. You know whether that is what's her name, Susie, Sally, Sally. Yeah. So you know whether it's Sally, you know, giving up her arm. To like go do, you know, yeah. I think oh, when yeah. she disconnects her hand yeah, and it crawls away like the thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. You know, you're always like the people of Halloween Town are sacrificing themselves to live Jack's dream of being right. flying and indestructible. Yes, for sure. No, I like it. And again, it, it plays right in. We're going to be playing tokens, right? There's still a gazillion cards we haven't talked about in the 99. Yep. But I think like a token generation thing is going to be critical to get that number Absolutely. up for, for uh, Mishra to go off. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of having like your sub theme? be ETB create X tokens like your Grave Titan, like a, oh my gosh, Mirror Battles Fear, things oh, like Battle that. Ball, yeah. and, and then trying to do like a Conjurer's Closet thing, mm. where it's like I'm always trying to blink stuff yeah. and then try to get as many of these additional tokens as possible. And if we're looking at things like Goblin Engineer, great target to blink, right? Yep. Even if you're not getting if you're not getting the Dragon Engine, you're getting mm. a Mana Rock because you need it because sure. it's early game, right? Cardar. The Doom yep. Scourge, great target. Oh my gosh, right? always goaded. Yeah, so or like not goaded. Yeah, fake goaded. I yeah, it's dumb. Like Rankle, you get to untap him, I guess. But yeah, I think that works. Like I yeah. think I think it's worth like I wouldn't build too far into it. Sure, right? but I, I would say if you had at least ten to twelve yeah. ETB token enablers, it's like, do I want to maybe cut just a draw card spell for just a closet? For some, yes, for for, for some other blink mechanic. And I think it's like we've. I think something like our big takeaway this year, or a big our big saying, I feel has been like. You're rewarded just for playing the game, yep. right? Like Conjurer's Closet is this—you don't need to build around it. No. It's just going to let you run the game just by playing the cards that you want to do anyway. Absolutely, yeah, here for it. All right, what's your second one? All right, so mine's very similar to your Disrupt Decorum okay. idea, where instead of creating uh, peace, Jack creates havoc out in the world. Okay. And we are talking Havoc Festival. Oh my Four gosh. Four colorless, black and a red for an enchantment. Players cannot gain life, which is kind of a nombo with uh, Mishra. But the community of each player's upkeep, that player loses half their life rounded up. Jack's trying to do this all in like three days. He doesn't have a lot of time to run around. Wait, is he really? No, they're doing it in like a month. 
Is that what it is? Yeah, because you got to think Halloween ends, and that's when he gets depressed. Oh, and, and then, then he, he has like around. two months. But I mean, that's a lot. Santa's got a whole year, right? <laughs> that's so fair. okay, so, that's fair. So they're trying. They're trying. Santa has six x the amount of time. Yes, exactly. So like, we don't have a lot of time for these source shenanigans, right? I want, I want my one mission trigger, or one Jack Skellington trigger, one delivery to cost you a lot. That's right? fair. I don't. Okay. We don't have time to visit all these houses, so. Making the game go shorter, I feel like this is a game that's not going to go long mm-hmm. because everyone's either going to gang up on you once they've lost ten life for three turns in a row, yes, or they're just like they're just going to get you completely flummoxed. And this thing coming down at six mana, we got our treasure tokens. We're going to be yep. running ma- plenty of mana rocks to get to be ready to go. We talked already about the high CMC, so just getting this thing on the board is going to speed this game up so much faster. So the only thing I'll say about it. I think it fits your Christmas theme or the Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. perfect because it is havoc. That he's Correct, doing. right? I do think this is your hundred and one card because of the because you can't gain life and yeah. the six mana. Oh, for yeah, the effect, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's one of those cards you and I have talked about where, man, that was such a good card, but has it been outclassed by right. just other cheaper CMC? Or you're stuff? like you play you're like I played the deck six times, I've drawn it, and I'm like I don't even want to play this right yeah, now, right? Because yeah. it's like I need to gain life. I've been getting smacked. right. Yeah, I need so, anything else. I, I think Havoc Festival, to your point, Stryonic Resonator. These are cards that are sitting there towards like if I literally just have a boring pick to do, like a murder. Yeah. Then maybe I do just do this to sure. keep the deck fun and flavorful. But if it's one where it's like, man, I really wanted to find a spot for Skull Clamp because I got all these token generators that are dying. Maybe yeah. I'm cutting this for, yeah. for that. Uh-huh. I believe it. All right. Last one for me. Okay. Uh, I wanted a way that we would be able to tutor something to hand, but also get our engine to the graveyard. And at the same token, I mean, let's just face it Jack kidnapping Santa Claus. And impersonating him is kind of like putting Santa Claus in the graveyard. Yeah, so absolutely. Final parting for sure. It's perfect. In yes, here. three colorless black black sorcery. Search your library for two cards. Put one into your hand and the other into your graveyard. Then shuffle. Get it for under a buck. Right. The other thing I love about this card is in the magic world, very much like what actually happens in the movie. Usually, this card on the stack is scary as hell. Right. It's right, like right. you're getting your win con, and you're going to win on the spot if this results. Very much like, oh my god, you kidnap Santa Claus and a skeleton, the pumpkin king's gonna be Santa Claus. The whole world is effed. Right. But the reality of it is you're just doing this to get your Phyrexian engine into the graveyard. And the reality is Jack just wanted to be Santa Claus Correct. for a day. Yeah, like, but, like really what your intentions are is not as scary as what everyone else thinks it's gonna be. For sure. But I think this card fits perfectly in there. And if you've already gotten your Phyrexian Dragon Engine, you know, maybe we don't have Blink Mechanics, but we do want to get Eldrazi Monument in the graveyard. That's, you know, it doesn't say what types of cards. We can do anything we want, use our Goblin Engineer yep. to be fun. Yeah, I agree completely. And I think this is like one of the first times that we've talked about where this is in this is a tutor that's in the yeast, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's how good it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would also like to add on top of that, I think I'm going to run this, and then another card for the same reason called Burning Rune Demon. Mm-hmm. So it's four colorless double black for a 6-6 six, six flyer that does the same thing. Oh, okay. You tutor for two, put one in your hand, one into your graveyard. I think it, because we have the red stuff, right, mm-hmm. we can always discard. Yep. We're not talking about it, but, like, I'm guessing Wormcoal Engine is probably really good, good, at, really yeah. good in this deck, or whatever the case may be, sure. right? To cycle it through. Do you think that there's enough gifts, not gifs, but gifts in this deck in the form of artifacts that running stuff like Doretti, 
at all is good enough, or is that getting too is that getting too greasy? I think that's getting too greasy. Is that, is that that's like fourth? That's like third. Or yeah, fourth I, I, unless you just build the deck where most of your creatures are artifacts. So yeah. it's your worm coil engine, your mirror battle sphere, also the um Trinus, the Frixian Triniform. Well, that, but no, I was thinking of the uh, one dude. He's like a nine nine, and then when he dies, he makes the three things. Yeah, yeah, like like the worm coal engine. Yeah, plus, it's yeah. like one's a flyer, one's a trample, one's something the vigilance. Vigilant. Yeah, yeah. So like, if all of your token generators are all these like kind of haymaker artifact type stuff, then I think it's okay to have that as your mm-hmm. theme. But I think where I said ten to twelve ETBs just by Conjurer's Closet, I think for Doretti and stuff like that, you probably need like. 15 to 20 right artifacts which, like which is a huge a huge sling of the creatures yeah. are playing so that but like i mean that's i think that's cool because there's a lot of different ways you can build it out yeah right? like i think absolutely. that's why it's such a cool commander all right well what is your final okay Beastie boy so this is another this is another one that's a little bit of dj collin another one another one that doesn't make a lot of sense so there's mr hyde is one of the creatures in the back, right? Okay. I was trying to do the wolf man. I was trying to do something else. Okay. And, and Mr. Like, wait, all wolves are terrible in magic. Yeah, okay, and, moving on. In, unplayable. <laughs> uh, but Mr. Hyde, when he's Mr. Hyde, he's not that scary, right? He's just like a normal guy. Shard Spark with the... This is Havoc Ween. This is oh, Havoc Ween. Coming in big. Coming in big. Who is, is, Char, is Chard Spark a Discord person? Yeah. Who? I think their name is Chard Spark. In Discord? I think. All right, we'll get to the bottom of this after once, once we hang it up here. But that is amazing. The the thing that I'm like, okay, so Mr. Hyde by himself. Yeah. Not that scary. Just kind of like a doctor, right? Sure. But when he turns into the Dr. Jekyll, okay. he's really going to be scary out there. <laughs> so Carlac, C-A-R, K-A-R, yeah, uh, L, yeah, there you go. Carlac Fury Avernus, another Avernus card, obviously. So many Avernuses. It's Avernus. That's our seventh theme, is Avernus. Four colors and a red for a legendary creature, Typhoon Barbarian. That's a 5 4. Okay. By itself, it's not that scary, right? When you, Whenever you attack, if it's the first combat phase of the turn, untap all attacking creatures. They gain first strike until end of turn. Ooh. After this phase, there's additional combat phase. Okay. So by itself, not that bad, right? Sure. But when you add in your Mishras, all your tokens, all your Grave Titans, then this is going to turn directly into Mr. Yeah, Hyde. Wait, it, no, Dr. Is Doc, Dr. Jekyll's a good one. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Hyde yeah, is Yeah, Mr. A bad Hyde's one. a bad one, yeah. yeah. So not Dr. Hyde or Mr. Jekyll. Yep. So, again, getting our, getting our swings in. It is a Typhlene, which is kind of spooky as well, mm-hmm. right? Half demon, half yep. human. Okay. Just like some people would say Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde are. Here we go. And we're getting our attack triggers left, right, and center here. Oh, with yeah. First strike. I mean, could you imagine two of those... Mishra Doom to Phyrexia triggers. Oh God! Did you yeah. three? Oh my God! That is filthy. Bad news. The one thing I, I'm surprised in this card is this is so they wanted this to be a partner, right? Effective mm-hmm. backgrounds. Why were they so generous with just saying when you attack? Shouldn't it be when this attacks? Well, possibly. Is that why it costs five and has no evasion? Well, so this is from uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, the new one. The character, though, I'm assuming is from the lore of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's from Battles of Baldur's Gate. Yeah. So I'm going to assume it's a character in Baldur's Gate. Maybe it's not like this forward, always sure. charging. Maybe it's more of a general or a captain and it's like directing the troops type thing. Okay. That's sure. the only thing I can think of is like maybe they're trying to stay true to lore S. Right. So, I mean, it's a great card. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a great card. Uh, yeah, I like it. I, we, we need multiple combat triggers. 
and you know we've kind of talked to death all the aggravated assaults of the world and sure. stuff like that yeah. so it's nice to see different and it's great like i think i think in this deck i want to replace all those effects with creatures because mm. at least they're, they're swinging in right yep, they so get the triggers it's gonna be a 35 plus creature deck yep all right well that's gonna wrap up our e section now we're gonna head over to the spice and uh tuck why don't you start off what's your first spice so i shouldn't have a festival but here we are and this is i thought this was when Jack starts stealing stuff from Christmas Town. Okay. The sleigh, Santa's outfit, yep. so on and so forth, right? So this is going to be something where we're going to be stealing stuff from our opponents, and hopefully okay. it'll end up good for us. So we're talking the Ruinous Powers. Brand new out of Warhammer. Two colorless, a black and a red for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, choose an opponent at random. Exile the top card of that player's library. Until end of turn, you may pay that card and spend mana as though it's mana of any color to cast it. When you cast a spell this way, its owner loses life equal to its mana value. Oh, that's cool. So we're hoping to get something big off it, yeah. right? Like one of their big butt creatures. Sure. We're holding it out for as long as we want and also stealing it away from them, yeah. right? For forever. That's that's very much it. Four mana, it's te- it's a buck. I mean, and once again, nice. Jack's not thinking of the consequences after, you know, months of having the sleigh stolen. Right. And now all of a sudden he's getting pelted by Marine. <laughs> heavy, yeah, heavy, heavy artillery. artillery. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not thinking of the consequences. Just like here, you're like, nobody's thinking of the consequences until you've cast it. Exactly. So, love it. A little bit of spicy boy for you. All right. So, I also like the additional combat stuff. <laughs> And I thought Aki Battle Squad is an interesting Ooh. spice. So Aki Battle Squad, five colorless red, creature goblin samurai, get it for 27 cents, Ooh. six, six. Whenever you or whenever one or more modified creatures you control attacks and just to clarify, modified creatures are uh, ones that are equipped, have auras you control or counters or consider modifications. You get to untap all modified creatures you control. After this combat phase, there's an additional combat phase. This trigger ability. This ability only triggers once each turn. So this definitely seemed like something where the people of Christmas Town or Christmas Town, Halloween Town, are trying to get into the Christmas spirit. Right. They're they're kind of, you know, putting on garb. You know, he's putting on the Santa outfit. They're, right. they're doing these things. But it's something to work like not everyone participated. Right. Not right, right, everyone right. took part in it. And not everyone went out into the real world to deliver the present. Sure. Right. right. Um, so it, it's very loose to the movie and it's very loose for this deck. But I feel like you're just going to have lightning grief, swift boot boots. You're probably going to have some sort of counters. Right. I would assume the auras not too sure about. So it's definitely one that I would put considering the cards we've talked about, maybe 103, 104 card right, on the right. list. But once you kind of build out your list and you're like, I need one more card left, I think it's worth counting. Okay, how many equipments do I have? How many ways can I do right. counters? How many auras do I have? Oh my gosh, I actually have a little bit here. Maybe it is worth it to have it in the deck. Absolutely. And it's a 6-6 six, six for 6, too. Like, again, it's another thing where it's like, this is your aggravated assault, your seize the days, whatever. Yep. That's going to be able to happen over and over again. And you have to, in this deck, you have to run boots. Yes, absolutely. Another another yeah. form of protection. Uh, probably. Whisper Silk, maybe. Yeah, Whisper Silk. I was going to say, like, Trailblazer boots. Oh, absolutely. Something like that would be good. So I think there's going to be enough equipment or sleighs that oh. you can do. I actually really tried to find vehicles to put in here for a Santa sleigh. Uh, it was hard. So uh, <laughs> it was hard. Do, do you have any spices left? I have one more. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So this last one, you could say it's Sally or you could say it's the Doctor. But I thought Chainer Nightmare Adept fits this perfectly. Two colorless Rakdos, human minion legendary creature. You get it for 18 cents, which I'm sure you have eight of these. I do have have a spare, actually. 
Discard a card. You may cast a creature spell from your graveyard this turn. Activate only once each turn. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, if it didn't cast it from your hand, it gains haste until your next turn, and this is a 3-2. Yeah. For the movie, this is absolutely the Professor or Sally or either one, because Sally does, I think, eventually create her own. Correct, yeah, yeah. And the professor creates another professor yes. to, to make him, to let Sally kind of go, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And so, well, no, I think actually Sally's the one that helped make, or no, you're right, yeah, it was to Even, replace Sally, but right. I actually don't think it was to let her go, I think it was just to replace her and lock her away. Oh, fair enough. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those things, you know, he's discarding Sally to now bring this new one yeah. back in, and you could kind of, you know, say with the non-token creature, it's like, boom, it immediately has life. Right. And, you know, it's like if, if the professor or the doctor had any involvement, you are now alive. Absolutely. Um, and then from a, a game perspective, we're going to have lots of stuff in our graveyard creature-wise that yeah. we're going to want to bring back. We're obviously not going to be scared to discard cards at right. all. Maybe there's, you know, even themes where it's Unearth or, you know, sure. the uh, Relentless Skeleton one where it's like... oh. Reassembling skeleton. Reassembling skeleton. Sure. That might be a staple in the yeah, deck. Yeah. To always have discard or sack fodder and be able to bring it back. So I think Chainer, depending on how much we lean into the discard and the reanimation aspect, is a really solid one, especially because Chainer doesn't really have to do anything other than you can only do it once each turn. Sure. You don't have to attack, you don't have to deal damage, you don't have to, you know, any of those types of things. One I realize this card is really good in Agnes. And what? Agnes, the haste the haste boy. Oh yeah. Like, this is like a slam dunk in there. I completely missed that. So, like I said, getting back, shoulder's going to die, bring her back out yep. of the graveyard. I think that's going to be a big part of this with the wheel effects, with the draws, with the discards and everything we have. 1000%. Going to be plenty of places to go. Yeah, for sure. Well, and that wraps up the episode. Thanks for making it until the end. And if you enjoyed it, please leave a like, subscribe, whatever it helps let other people know that you didn't think we were big pieces of trash. And, uh, you know, they should come check us out a little yeah. bit. Um, and now if you'd like to get a hold of us, here's how you can do that. You can get a hold of me at Mr. Comet number five on Twitter. I'll spell that except for five. And my DMs are open. So you guys can just shoot me a message. Slide on uh, in. Big Tuck, uh, do you have a gimmick? Or have you I, just been too busy for gimmicks? I, I don't have a gimmick right now. I, you you should have made a gimmick while you're in Argentina. I thought about it. I thought about doing like all for net posts because that's like my favorite drink now. But you can still find me at Big Tuck tweeting. I think I, resp I had some response. I already told you about the Xbox one. That was cool. I think, right? No. What? Wait, Xbox? Yeah. Oh, how they just replied to Yeah, me. right. They said, well, they said, like, we like efficient gamers. So you can still find me on there. Come and find me where you can. Uh, you can reach our primary account at TMD Power on Twitter as well. That's usually where you can see us going live with stuff. I definitely apologize. I have not been up to speed on that, just being busy. But I do know that we're going to work to have SD Sharpie and Marketing Ross kind of take over that Twitter account. Uh, that nice. way, you know, we can get that stuff a little bit more consistent communication for you. And just remember, there's a myriad of ways you can support us. Yes, that mechanic is not in here. I should have said there's a melded amount of ways. Oh. Uh, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower, etsy.com, cmdtower in that beautiful search bar, and abyssproxyshop.com. Code cmdtower when you check out. All three ways are ways that you can help support our channel, support the people that support us, and continue to make sure that we don't go under in a lightning ball of glory. Oh. So Big Tuck, episode one five in the books, Mishra claimed by Gix with the Phyrexian Dragon Engine and melding into Mishra lost to Phyrexia. So you've said multiple times that you're going to build this deck. Yes. Do you feel the cards that we talked about that were Nightmare Before Christmas-esque actually 
fit the deck and you and I just kind of pigeonholed them to fit the movie? Or do you think we picked cards that fit the movie and pigeonholed them in the deck and they just worked out? I think it worked. I think it's both ways, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, there's I, there's a couple ones where we're both, I think we both admit that we're like, ah, yeah. a little bit of a stretch. A little bit. But I still think that we, like, I thought we, first off, every single card that we've talked about today is going in. <laughs> Right. There's no questions. No questions about that. Right. And I'm slam sure, dunk. Yeah, hundred. This is like my first. These are my first picks across the board, minus a couple ones here and there. But like, I think that I feel like we both put. This is the thing. This is a big takeaway for me. Like, I feel like for this month we both put effort in. Right. We both have tried to like take our time, think about some interesting cards and that sort yeah. of thing to go into it. Um, it's been a while. Like I said, if I hadn't listened to that podcast about this movie, I haven't seen it probably eight years. Oh wow. So. I don't know. I, this is, I'm really excited about this. Like, I think everything that we talked about so far, I was yeah. really, I was really worried that you're going to try to sneak in and alter the brood there near the end. No. I was like, I don't think, I think that's a little too greedy, maybe. Yeah. But what, what did you think? Like, I know this is not, this is much more my kind of play style than yes. yours where it's very Blitzkrieg, right? So I'll say this. I think the reason you're feeling that we're putting in more effort this month is because this is kind of the first few episodes that we've done where we've done the new thing, where we're only talking about brand new legends. Yeah, right. And so we kind of have to put an effort because it's not like just a random deck list that we already have. Sure, And it's yeah. like we're just talking about something that we've played a billion times or you just slam together for some deck challenge in North Carolina. Right. These are all things where it's like, well, I haven't built this. I know no one in my playgroup has built it yet. I haven't right. even seen this deck played yet or right. this commander. Anywhere. So I guess I just have to kind of figure it out. And so it's definitely, you know, made it seem a lot more fun. We're definitely, uh, you know, we have a couple more holiday uh, ones planned. We're going to record again on Thursday this week. Yep. That'll be the 22nd. And then uh, we're going to do a lost recording, uh, you know, to kind of fill in for the future, which will also be holiday themed. Me and Tuck just got miscommunicatoed, well, that's all right. So, you know, I, I think this was a lot of fun. I think the deck itself, I think it's interesting. You admit this is me. This is like my deck to a T, is it not? Yes. Don't know if I would have a ton of fun playing it because I feel like to lean into what the deck wants to do, I would have to get away from some of the foundation of the deck. Like I probably wouldn't be able to have a bunch of mana rocks. Right. Probably, you know, like a lot. Because I just, I always feel like Rakdos is expensive to play CMC wise. Mm. But I feel like this deck, you don't want a lot of slots wasted on CMC. Yeah, right. You, you want to use it to do what the deck wants. But the thing that I do enjoy about it is that there's this card in the 99 that I have to get. <laughs> and right. so I like the puzzle of like, okay, how do I get to a tutor or get to a final parting or just burn through my deck as quick as possible right. to get to it. But then there's even this other kind of interesting aspect where I got to make sure no one plays Graveyard Hate. I got oh, to combat yeah. against that. A rest in peace destroys the deck. Yeah, how do you beat that? You can't. You have to blow up the rest in peace. Yeah, which is like what? One effect in these? or like. You have to run Chaos, Chaos War, War, the new one that's double red. And then the, the black one. The colorless black. Something Swarm. A feed the Swarm. Yeah. Uh, you have to do that. You may even have to do the uh, Scour, scour, scour from, from Existence. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's just like one rest in peace, and then you mill your Frexian Dragon Engine. You're F. Oh, it's that's brutal. Done. Yeah. So I, I like that there's a, this uh, Achilles heel of the deck. But can also just be Achilles himself, where he's just smacking face. <laughs> I'm gonna, um, fuck, I'm gonna fuck you up, future Bruce Banner. Absolutely. So I love all of that, and with that, I think we're out of here. See ya. See ya Thursday.